welcome to the show. We talk about nonprofit video marketing for nonprofits who want to be seen, get funded, and be more helpful. This is episode 26. It is March 2023, and my name is David. Can you relate to this? Your team at your nonprofit drains and squeezes the life out of your content creation process. You are the communications person or the marketing person, or you're the person at the nonprofit who's responsible for these things. You know what you're doing, but for some reason, a process was established, maybe before you were hired, that everyone gets to have their claws in the creation process. This episode is dedicated to helping you get through that, to make sure that despite this awful process, when you go to publish your work or distribute your content, it will be seen. It will move your audience to the action or the decision that they need. So let's think about some examples of the awful process of uh, approval by committee. We could think about an event poster for an upcoming fundraiser, or we could think about a blog post telling uh, some volunteer stories, or in my case, it is uh, nonprofit videos. Whatever it is, Jane, a board member, insists on double spaces after periods. Joe from Fundraising and Development really likes those stock photos of two hands holding a pile of dirt with the tiny plant growing out from it. Ella, from Accounting and Operations, attended a storytelling event and now insists that you add more emotion. Add a a little emotional conflict. Make a story arc out of it. Ray, from Programs, doesn't agree with Joe about the plant photo. He says it's too cliche. It might be more representative to use a photo of a group doing a high five. The executive director isn't so concerned with photos, but at least wants you to use the word stakeholders, because this is the language to appeal to potential new partners. So this episode goes out to the comms and marketing people who kind of just got to get the work done give everybody what they want. Sometimes we just can't fight back. It is just a blog post after all, or an event poster, or a short smartphone video. Okay, so fine. You get the stock photo of the high fives. You get the word stakeholders, even though a tiny group of people even know what that means. This project does not meet your own professional communication standards, but everyone got their input. Fine. You know it's weird and inefficient. You dread every single project. I don't know what to tell you about that. I think you have to sort that out yourself. But that is the way your organization runs. You are mission-minded. You are happy to keep going. Here is how your content will still work. And it will still work. Your ability to give everyone what they want is a strong ability. You know if you put in that awful photo or 
add the double spaces after the periods. It's just to appease them. But you yourself know it's no big deal. That takes strength. So your next step in all this is to make your audience get the help that they need, get the information that they need so that they can make their decisions with confidence, with a bit more speed, with a bit more efficiency. Remember that on your social media posts or on your blog posts or on your video posts on YouTube, there are lots of other opportunities to lead people to your content. Your opportunities are in the titles. Your opportunities are in the thumbnails. Your opportunities are in the descriptions. Your opportunities are in the algorithms that are already established. So for example, we're going to take this event poster that has been ruined by the committee. When you post it, your title will matter more than anything. The first line that anybody scrolling will see, and it has to be as direct as possible. You have to call your viewer in, in as few words as possible, and be clear. So an example would be, you put your event poster on Instagram, and as people are scrolling, the first thing they need to see is, if you are a new immigrant looking for childcare, or you were part of the mass layoffs and wondering where to find your next meal. Or you don't know how you're going to pay next month's rent. You have to be absolutely clear about this person's problem or this person's identity. If this horrible event poster or blog post or video was on my social media feed and it said, this is for you, Asian male, which I am, I would stop, even if it's for one second. But if it's relevant to me, I might read the whole thing, regardless of how ugly or crappy that piece of content might look. Your other opportunity is in the description. Maybe some of us don't read video descriptions on social media posts or on YouTube or whatever. But those words matter for the algorithm. Let's pretend that I habitually look at tips for um, high school homework. You, as a high school literacy support service, should talk about that in your video description or your, your photo description or your, social, or your social media post description to help the social media platform present that information. The algorithm will do a lot of the work for you. It wants relevant results. So you're a little bit writing now, not just for the viewer, but for the algorithm, signaling it. You're trying to tell it to deliver something to a particular audience. And the more relevant it is, the more likely they will view it. So, I know what you might be thinking right now. One of your thoughts is, but if only the content itself was also good, then you can do good content and good posting and titles and description. Yes, of course, I agree with you. But some of you are stuck with a horrible process of teammates who need to have their opinion on everything. This episode is dedicated to making it work 
anyway because you have no choice. So just remember, just because your team drained the life out of your content, you'll still be okay. You can still get it in the hands of your audience. If you can get ugly content out to your audience, then you have done your job even better than a regular comms person. You have met the ultimate challenge, how to appease teammates and make sure that your audience gets the communication they need. You've done your job very well. That's episode 26. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to follow me on LinkedIn, my name is David Fu, P-H-U. Just type that in the search field. And my website is nonprofitvideocoms.ca. Go check out my training and production services. See you next time.